the list you you're like, there. You're like, that's what I've been doing all these years. Man, I have no life, but I put that together, so that's cool. <laughs> that, dude, it lives on forever. I'm Ryan Gresham, and this... This is Gun Talk Nation. This Gun Talk Nation is brought to you by Rock River Arms, Ballistic Advantage, BuildBox TV, Safariland, Franklin Armory, Range Ready, and FNUSA. Hey, today on Gun Talk Nation, U.S. Army veteran, Guinness World Record holder, IPSC World Champion, seven-time World Speed Shooting Champion, I'm going to read all these, seven-time U.S. Steel National Champion, 13-time USPSA National Champion, 20-time U.S. National Champion, more than 300 major championship victories, and team captain of Sig Sauer Shooting Team, Max Michelle. Welcome in, man. Appreciate it, man. That's uh, quite the... Uh the list you you're like, there. you're like, that's what I've been doing all these years. Man, I have no life, but I put that together. So that's cool. <laughs> that, dude, it lives on forever. So, um, welcome back, man. Appreciate it, man. Thanks welcome for the show. Yeah. So secret be known, you do live locally. So this makes it a little bit easier for yeah. us. Drove over 15 minutes and a little rainy today and can't shoot on the range. So why not yeah. come and hang out and talk? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought we'd just kind of go all over the place. We'll talk about shoot SIG. We'll talk about cartridges for competition shooting, um, loads. Cause that's something that people don't get into as much. I think, um, everybody talks about the guns mm -hmm. and then maybe the optics, but the ammo is part of the equation too. The Definitely, bullets, yeah. the loads, all that stuff. So, um, <laughs> I mean, where do we start here? So let's just talk about shoot SIG and what's been going on with this. Yeah, so Shoot SIG is a really cool program that we started, and it's uh, almost like a sh uh, SIG's own competition, if you will. And I use that word competition loosely because it is a competition, but really it's just an opportunity for people to come out and shoot. You know, you get your first firearm, or maybe you have a few guns already, and you don't really know what that next step is. You want to practice, you want to shoot, mm -hmm. but you don't really know what to do or where to go. So maybe you go to the gun range, and you set up a target, and you shoot at a bunch, and you go home, and you're like, that was cool, I guess, but what did I really right. learn? What did I gain from it? So Shoot SIG is just an opportunity for like-minded individuals to get together in a very non-intimidating way and compete. And when I say compete, again, it's a very small um, entryway into competition, but it's really just a way to get people there to shoot. So it's a it's a pistol match, mm -hmm. but like you said, it's it's I don't know the diet version. It's the easier version. If even if you've never probably this is the one. If you've never shot a match, this is the one. Right. To yeah. Go to. I mean, I say anybody can go. Any skill level can go. But you're exactly right. That's kind of that was the audience we were shooting for to get those millions of new gun owners out there to come out and shoot your gun and be more ready, be more prepared should you need to do that or just enjoy yourself with other like-minded individuals. And like you said, it's a pistol match. We do allow PCC carbines to be to be there as well, um, but it's just three courses of fire. Okay. One course of fire is a plate rack, which is six steel targets on a bar, essentially. Mm -hmm. Just uh, Everybody probably has a plate rack at one of their ranges nearby. Uh, you would shoot that three times, and they would throw out your worst run. So you'll keep your two scores that are best. They add up those times, and you go to the next course of fire. With the next course of fire, it would be more of like a steel challenge stage where there's six static plates, so they won't fall, but you'll get that audible feedback. Mm -hmm. You'll shoot that three times. And you have to finish on the blue finishing plate. That's your stop plate. Um, but you'll shoot it three times. And you'll, again, throw out your worst score. Keep your best two. They'll add those up. And you go to the final stage, which is more of a accuracy-based stage, where they'll have five targets set up from 
three, five, seven, 10, and 15 yards. Okay. You'll shoot two rounds into each one of those. So it's a 10 round string of fire. Okay. And you'll repeat it on the other side and they'll take your best one of those two. And you add everything up and that's your score. You know, I just thought of something. So we're talking about this shoot SIG thing. We probably ought to get this part out of the way. When when you say it's a shoot SIG event, people say, do I have to shoot a SIG gun? Can I bring my own gun? So those, those common frequently asked questions. Yep. So we can get into a lot of the details here, and that's why I'm glad we're chatting about it. So you can shoot any gun you want. Um, however, if it's not a SIG, you won't win a prize. You won't win a gun. Okay. So, so you're encouraged to shoot a SIG can are there guns there if can you show up without a gun yeah so that's a really cool thing about it if you don't have a gun you don't have eye protection ear protection you don't have ammo you just want to show up and shoot you can do that so you come you come to come to the range you register either beforehand or at the facility um, and you can say look i don't have any firearm i don't have any gear um and you can pick whatever you want to shoot you, for for 20 bucks additional you can get a handgun carbine whatever and ammunition for 20 bucks and just if you're listening to this going, this sounds cool, sigsour.com slash shoot sig. Yep. Or you can just go, go shootsig.com, whatever's easy okay. for them. Okay. Yeah. You go there and that if way. you go there, you'll have all the information. There'll be the rules, the courses of fire, um, a list of the matches that we still currently have this year, which we, we should talk about. <laughs> One of the reasons we're talking about it is because we're hosting a match here. We got to talking about it and, and you went, hey, could we host it at Range Ready, at your range? And we went, uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Like we haven't hosted a match before, but this is like the perfect thing. Cause probably our range is nice, but it's not huge. Um, but this is like the perfect situation to host yeah. the three different stages. So we are hosting at our range, um, early December, December, December 9th 8th, and 10th, yeah. 9th and 10th. Mm -hmm. And so you can go over and, and check that out. But this is what I'm thinking, Max, we got you here. You've been known to shoot a pistol. So let's, can we take each course of fire and you give the audience, if, if, if Joe Blow was standing there and they're like, Max, what do I need to do on this one? Mm -hmm. What would you tell someone? Okay, I've got the six plate plate rack. Yep. And what do they need to be thinking about when they're shooting that course of fire? Yeah, so plate racks are always very simple, but also very challenging at the same time because you want to go fast. That's the whole mm -hmm. point. The fastest person will win that event. But the problem is if you go too fast and you start shooting in between plates and you're missing them, that becomes an issue. So I would say when you're shooting a plate rack, we want to get a wide base, make sure our hips are back and our chest is forward so that way the gun will recover on the next plate. That's the idea. Mm -hmm. But the, the main thing is making sure we're getting our eyes moving in front of the gun on a plate rack and shooting with a little bit of rhythm. So what I mean by that is, is a dot lifts off the first target or the sight lifts off the first target while it's in the air in recoil, my eyes have shifted to the next target. And because my hips are back and my chest is forward, the gun will come back to where it was, but where now where I'm looking. So as it's coming back to that firing position, I'm looking at my next target. I want that dot to stabilize or the sight to stabilize on that next one. So I'm always getting my eyes moving in front of the gun and mm -hmm. trying to drive the gun in recoil. And again, shooting with a little bit of rhythm. And I would say last but not least is make sure you have good follow through on that last plate because we tend to shoot fast and then we want to come down off the target really quickly. Mm. And you can potentially miss your last shot because you're relaxing your arms on target. And I imagine if you're, if you shoot a plate and then let your, in recoil, your eyes go to the next plate, your body almost 
you're not even having to think to tell your body to go to the next plate. Your body is already moving the gun to where your eyes are looking, yep, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's why I like having that wide base, which will help us on the next stages that we chat about more too. But having that wide base, I'm still utilizing my hips to kind of just drive my upper body to mm -hmm. the next target. And you, the gun will kind of go where you're looking. So it makes it pretty easy. Somebody once told me, you tell me if this is right, on a plate rack, you have to shoot six individual shots. Like <laughs> sight picture, press trigger, follow through, move to the next plate. Now what we're, you know, what, when we start like going for speed, but like yeah. if you're trying to go six for six, mm -hmm. you can't shoot them all at once. Right. And you feel, and you want to, you want to, you're like, well, I'll just, I'll just like go real fast down the line. It's a straight yeah. line of targets. Yeah. But I like that. It's six individual sight pictures. Correct. And for me, I have different types of sight pictures and we've talked a little bit about that mm -hmm. in the past and it really comes down to dot stabilization. So as long as I'm getting enough stabilization on that plate where I see white or whatever the color is of the plate of the day, as long as I see plate all around my dot, I'm going to break that shot. But it needs to be six individual sight pictures. Absolutely. And, and honestly, yeah. And the follow through, right? Yeah. Yanking the gun down like, woo, I'm done. Yep, Don't do that. Exactly. And really this stuff can work for any type of pistol shooting. doesn't matter if it's a plate rack or, or something else. Right. All right. We're going to take... Quick break. After the break, Max is going to tell you the tips on how to shoot these other stages of fire very fast. Have you checked out the November rifle special from Rock River Arms? Here's the consumer special. The BB1856T enhanced tan rifle and three tan magazines and a tan cleaning kit. See your local dealer for pricing or to place an order. The offer is good now through the end of November, November 30th. Limited time offer, free shipping and handling on all orders, totaling $50 or more. Go check it out. Rock River Arms, good ARs. They know what they're doing with this stuff. And hey, there's a deal. RockRiverArms.com. Franklin Armory has a deal of their own going on right now. You know them for binary triggers. That's one of their specialties. But if you say, maybe I just want a gun with the binary trigger already in there, this is their BFS3 M4. What's the BFS3 M4? It is an M4 binary trigger equipped complete rifle and an entry level price. It's the same amazing all American made high quality components that they use in their firearms. It's a 16 inch barrel, a one in seven twist, mid length gas system, um, six and a half pound, maybe actually a little under six and a half pound gun, 5.56 M4 stock. But the big deal is. It's already ready to go with the binary trigger and the selector is kind of special too. You got to go check it out over at franklinarmory.com. Rangereadystudios.com is where you go to find out about the new classes and events and special experiences that we have going at Gun Talk headquarters. Range Ready is the training division of the things we do here. So we're running special classes like the Ruger experience, the Colt experience, the Surefire low light pistol experience, and there are more coming in just a little bit. So we're about to release our schedule. So if you're not signed up for the email newsletter, go sign up because we're about to drop a big email newsletter with all the class description between now and the middle of next year. So you can sign up and, and come check out one of these classes because they're very special. They're very unique. You won't find them anywhere else. So go check it out. And then Safari Land. Safari Land, known for holsters, known for belts, known for duty-ready gear. So it's really important if you're going to buy a holster, you got to get quality. This is something that is 
holding your gun, whether it's a competition holster, whether it's a duty holster, or even concealed carry. And, you know, it's likely that people end up with multiple holsters in their collection because you're trying to find the right one. But at the very least, I can guarantee that the Safari Land stuff is going to be quality. So go check them out, safariland.com. Check out their whole lineup of holsters. So Max, the first one, you guys have names for these, which I like. The Mm -hmm. X-Series, Stage 1, the X-Series. This I'm just following along with the Shoot Sig website. Stage number two is the V Crown, which are all the the paper targets. Yep. Mm-hmm. So lined up in a V, getting further and further away from you. Yeah. So you said this is more of an accuracy play. Yeah, I mean, there's a four inch Sig circle, which is essentially your X ring. Mm-hmm. So you want to try to live within that because if you stay within that, they're not going to add any additional time to your score. So let's say you shoot that course of fire in four seconds for those ten shots, whatever mm-hmm. it might be, and you have some outside of the four inch circle, depending on how far out it is, it'll either add a half second or a second to your time. And for each additional shot out, it continues to add up pretty quickly. So ideally, as the target gets further away, we want to make sure that we're focusing on better sight alignment, better dot stabilization, and a much easier trigger press, obviously. Would you would you shoot it from closest to furthest or furthest to closest? I think that's going to be a personal preference, but me personally, I do. I shoot from near to far. I have the ability to get on target quicker, so I'm going to use that to my mm-hmm. advantage so I can get on target quick and then have the discipline and the visual patience the further I go back. But if you're one of those folks that shoot out there and you don't have that visual patience and discipline and you want to, if you start fast, you're going to continue to go fast, mm-hmm. then I would say maybe draw to the or present out to that further shot and then shoot a little faster on the way back in. But ideally, you want to get, just like the first one we talked about, a wide base, a wide platform, and you're not trying to shoot all the targets. You're trying to shoot just the either right side or mm-hmm. the left side. So there is a V of that, the way the targets are set up, but a lot of times people will kind of open up to that entire position and there's no need to be even looking at the left bank of targets if you're shooting at the right bank. So I position yeah. my body on the right-hand side and I'll go near to far. And there's two close ones. You know, I try to get on the gas a little bit there, but as I go further back, especially on that 15-yard line, to really try to take a little more time there. Yeah, the cadence, you're actually, if you're going from close to far, you're actually slowing down a little bit as you go because of further shots. Yep, exactly. And and, and I know you guys, the, the competition shooters, think about, okay, I know what my split times are be. I know this. So you can start going, well, if I'm, if they're going to add a second, it's worth it for me to take an extra half second to make a good shot. Yep. Ideally, you would have them all in the SIG circle so you don't have any additional time added because of that. So if it takes you a quarter of a second longer for the site to stabilize or to have a little more follow through, then that would be better than losing that full second. Yeah. You can't shoot. You can't miss fast enough. On that one, for (laughs) sure, you can't. (laughs) All right. So stage number three is DH3. That's the kind of a speed steel setup, right? Yep, exactly. So we have three targets kind of off to the left, and then you have the blue finishing plate in the middle and then two targets off to the right. Now, two targets off to the right are at 15 yards. Ooh, so they're ranging okay. from 10 to 15 yards. So, And you can shoot it however you want to, but you must finish on that center plate. So some of the guys out there draw or present out to that the further shots, and then they'll go all the way to the far left and just kind of zip their way through until they get to the stop plate or the finishing plate, as we call it. Um, But I think it's a personal preference thing as well. You either go left to right or right to left, uh, however you might want to do that. And and I I tell people, set it up, shoot it a few times, Mm -hmm. see what works best for you. Because if your eyes kind of see things quicker one way or the other, maybe you shoot right to left better than left to right or vice versa. All right, so I'm about to contradict myself because I literally just said you can't miss fast enough. <laughs> but for something like this, 
Is it possible to just say, I'm just going to go super fast because I got to hit all of them and I got to hit the stop plate? And if I miss a little bit, I'll just recover really fast? So these plates are 12 inches. They're a little bigger. The plate racks are, I think, eight inches. And the the four-inch circle for the accuracy, that's even smaller. So Mm -hmm. with these being the larger plates, we don't have to have a perfect shot on the plate, but we still have to have a little bit around our dot to make sure our sight to make sure we're going to hit it. Yeah. Um, But I, I So here's what I would tell folks. You get three runs. So you have one throwaway, meaning you don't have to have one for score. So mm-hmm. I always tell them, put one in the bag on the first one. Do your best to just center punch the plates Something on the first Something solid. One. Something solid. Get a solid, mm-hmm. you know, get a solid score. The next one, maybe pick up the pace a little bit. And then if you're clean on both of those two runs where you don't have any pickups or maybe one pickup, then that last run, yes, you can go for it because you have a little bit of adrenaline to your side at that moment. You've already had a couple of clean runs. It's not going to cost you anything, so let's go after it at that point. But let the wheels come off. Yeah, now well, if you maybe. start with the wheels coming <laughs> off, then there's no, you can't no coming put back. back on. You can't put them back on. <laughs> That's awesome. So, all right, so what's involved in in shooting the shoot sig event? I mean, what's it cost? What's in? Yep. Why would somebody shoot it? Yeah, so the cool thing is is it's, you become a member of the shoot sig community. So it's 50 bucks to join, and when you join for that 50 bucks, you're a member for the entire year. And with that, you get several benefits to include um, from the web store. You can also purchase a, a firearm direct to the consumer. So you don't have to go through a dealer. You go straight through SIG to get a, you can purchase a firearm at a discounted rate. That's cool. You can also purchase an additional firearm, whatever the gun of the year for shoot SIG is that year. And currently this year, it's the DH3. Uh, Daniel Horner, good teammate, a good friend of mine, is a teammate of mine. And he's the one who kind of developed this program for SIG. Right. So we're highlighting that pistol this year. So you can purchase that pistol at a discounted rate as well. Um, and then you get thrown into several raffles. So you you would get a, a newsletter every quarter. And on that newsletter, we'll find out who's going to be the winners of that particular quarter of that nice. prize pack. And then every year you have an opportunity to win a special firearm. This year it's the MCX spear that somebody's going to walk away with. Awesome. So Jeez. that's just a few of the benefits I would say. So for 50 bucks, you're getting discounts on firearms, potentially winning additional firearms and having access to the shoot SIG community. And if you, Shoot this event with a SIG, you said you can win. Yeah, so when you, sh- when you show up and you shoot your event, you can sign up multiple times even. You can shoot multiple divisions if you like. So if you want to shoot iron sights on one or maybe a 365 on one or a full-size 320 with a red dot, whatever you prefer. But it's 45 bucks for your first entry, 25 bucks for your additional entry. And then, as I mentioned, it's $20 if you want to utilize our gun and ammo. Um, but you can win guns based upon performance, but also just the luck of the draw. So yeah, the top few guys out there are going to win some guns, but let's say you're not one of the top shooters. You just want to come out and have some fun. You also have an opportunity to win off of that raffle on site at that particular location. That's awesome. So lots, uh, lots you can do there with it. Shoot SIG. All right. So go to shootsig.com or sigsour.com slash shoot SIG and check it out. Um, hey, we're going to take a quick break. After the break, I want to talk about the ammo, the cartridges that Max and these guys use over the years and how it's changed and what they're using now. If you're looking for a concealed carry pistol, you might consider the FN Reflex. FN known for battle-ready firearms, whether that's rifles, <laughs> pistols, shotguns, uh, crazy machine guns that people use all over the all over the world. But the FN Reflex is a small, uh, full-capacity, micro-compact 9mm. That's what I would describe it as. But it's kind of that perfect in-between Goldilocks thing. You've got an 11-round magazine, and it also comes with a 15-round magazine. Thin profile, won't print under your cover garments. It has an internal hammer, which really makes for a very nice 
trigger pull. And they have it in a couple different models. They have kind of a standard with a nice set of iron sights. They also have an optics-ready version that's tan. So go check it out over at fnamerica.com. One thing that's really easy to do to upgrade a pistol is to swap out the barrel. I mean, aftermarket barrels, like from Ballistic Vantage, they, they're known for doing barrels, but now they're doing pistol barrels for Glocks. So you can swap out your Glock 26 barrel, your Glock 19, Glock 34, Glock 17, and maybe that's you want to add some accuracy, a fit and finish that's very nice. Maybe it's different colors. They have gold, they have fluted, they have iridescent, um, or maybe it's just... You're just looking for something different, a threaded barrel, adding the threaded barrel. Now you can screw on a suppressor or a comp, muzzle brake type of thing. So go check it out, ballisticadvantage.com. They're doing Glock barrels now, so another easy way to upgrade. Speaking of gun builds, you got to go check out our show, Build Box. We just finished season two. They, they're all out on the Outdoor Channel as well as online. So if you go check out Gun Talk's YouTube channel, Facebook, or GunTalkTV.com, you can check out all the builds we did this year. And there are some really cool ones. A 350 Legend build, a custom pistol build, a custom bolt gun build, a custom 1022 build. And if you're thinking to get into the gun build world, or you want to just learn a little bit more about doing your own DIY gun projects, Go check out BuildBox. You can also see it at our website, guntalk.com slash buildbox. Look up BuildBox TV. Sig Sauer, you guys know Sig. They make a little bit of everything, and we're talking to Max about, about the pistol side of things today. But they have a custom pistol builder. You can do, go check out the, the Tango DMR. I mean, they've got rifles, optics, ammo, um, pistols, just a little bit of everything. Um, one of the new ones from them is the P365 AXG. So this is one that, to appreciate it, you just need to go look it up. Go enter it into the Google machine, Sig Sauer P365 AXG, to see what this gun is all about. And uh, it may be your next carry gun. Of course, you can see it on their website, SigSauer.com. That's SigSauer.com. All right, Max, we, people always ask, probably ask you, what gun should I buy? Or they ask, what gun do you shoot? Mm -hmm. What optic do you shoot? And they always worry about the gear, which, fact of the matter is, you could probably pick up a lot of different guns and shoot them fast and, and, and great. But I was thinking about, I was, well, I was really thinking about 38 Super. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is a round that's, that's neat, but... It, it's something that a lot of competition shooters used to shoot. Are you guys still shooting it? I mean, kind of what's the background with that one? Yeah, so you're seeing less and less of it now, but you're right. It was extremely popular for a number of years, and I shot it exclusively for probably 20 years at one What point. was the driver behind that? Why did it become so popular? It became popular because back then people were putting compensators on their pistols. It was considered the open division, which is the race car division of mm -hmm. our sport. And because of those compensators or you had holes in the barrel, you had a lot of gases. So you were running a, if you were utilizing a nine millimeter cartridge, there wasn't enough space to safely get enough velocity from that round that we needed to work that compensator or to work the holes in the barrel to keep the gun as flat as possible. So that was the whole, the whole thought process. 
the 38 Super or the 38 Super Comp, which is a, a rimless case and a rimless casing version of the 38 Super, is we would get four millimeters longer on the actual cartridge on the casing, so we yeah. can fit more powder, so we can send that 115, 124 grain bullet, whatever we were using, at a much higher velocity to keep the gun flatter, so we can work the compensator better. And, and I mean, the gun nerds know what Max is talking about, but if you're a half of a gun nerd, you might be going, wait a minute, <laughs> you want the gun to shoot flatter, so you're gonna increase the pressure exactly so if we can get the gases to work for us because as a bullet is leaving the compensator let's say your compensator has baffles Mm -hmm. Um, so as the gases is escaping it's going to go through the ejection port and it's going to come out of the front end of the muzzle that's how the gases are going to come out of the pistol so as it's escaping through the front end of the muzzle i want it to push forward into each baffle and then down into that compensator so that's going to force the muzzle as the gun's trying to lift up and recoil the gases are keeping it from lifting up because it's pushing down and forward into the baffles. Like a, a hotter load, usually with with a comped gun, makes the comp work better. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of the the dumb you know public education. I'm, I went to public, you know, edu- <laughs> to public schools. Uh, that's my way of understanding it. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's why the 38 Super became super popular is because guys wanted more gases. They wanted mm. more velocity. But they didn't want to go up to, like, for a while, you know, Robbie Latham and some of these guys way back in the day were using, I don't know if you remember the 9x25. Do you remember yeah. that? Dylan, the five, 9x25 Dylan, is that it? I don't know if it was called a Dylan, but I would I'd be willing to put money on that it was because okay. that was that whole Dylan slash Springfield crew back then right. that, that put that together. And what that was, it, it was a 40 casing that was neck down to nine, if I, if I remember <laughs> so correctly. So a bottleneck cartridge. Yes. So it was like a 40 yeah. neck down to a nine, I believe is what it was. And the reason why they were doing that, again, was so they can get more velocity. Mm-hmm. The problem with that was is you had less capacity in the magazine. So, yes, you got more velocity, but now if you're holding 15 rounds instead of 20 rounds in the mag, right. and that's why the 38 Super became so popular because you can get the velocity you wanted. Um, but you can also get the round capacity you needed. So you shot 38 Super for, you said, like two decades, but you're not anymore. Right. So now I'm full-time 9 mil. And why? I think the reason why that is is because it's easier, number one, to just grab a 9 mil round and go out and shoot. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the compensators are as popular anymore in our in our sport. You're starting to see more of what we call carry optics or production optics, which is essentially a production gun and an optic put on it. So yeah. They don't allow you to put compensators on the pistol they won't allow you to put holes in the in the barrel that's a relatively new division it is it's been maybe seven years now we've had that the open guys are still shooting comped guns right they are the open guys there there's less and less of those guys out there competing but they're still doing it um and most of them have switched to the nine mil also and i think part of that is because they reduced the power factor of which we had to go so we can safely get the velocity that we needed out of those nine mils because it's cheaper and easier to find nine mil brass for sure yeah oh, yeah so that was the big i think driving force was that Guys were getting out of the division and then trying to get guys to come back. They reduced the power factor so you don't have to have as much velocity. And it's just so much easier. If, if you go to any law enforcement range or if you go to any club or any indoor facility, you can probably find 9 mil brass on the range. Yeah. You're probably not going to find 38 Super Brass. Yeah, if anybody wants 9 mil brass, just hit me up. <laughs> you just have to come to Robert, Louisiana. <laughs> and pick it up. And pick it up. <laughs> but we have some, it, and it's like... For, it's it's for free 99. All right. So, like, if you want it, <laughs> we're trying to figure out, what do you do with all this brass and run all these classes? Mm-hmm. Someone's going to hit me up for that. And, uh, I think you should email KJ at guntalk.com. That's what I think. <laughs> um, so, 
what are you shooting now? What is, I mean, you're shooting nine, but is it a particular load? Is it what is your your special sauce? Yeah, so I'm using a 147 grain bullet. There's a number of different bullets you can run: 115, 124, 147. Those are probably the three most popular. There's mm -hmm. also a 135, and there's some different ones you can run in between that. But I just find the 147 is a softer recoil. So it's a softer kind of hit into the hand. Subsonic? Yep, exactly. So I'm okay. going about 880 feet per second oh, or wow. so with a 147. It's so just I'm, dribbling out the It's barrel. dribbling out. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> so it's like a 130 power factor, and that range is where I try to be. My The floor in my sport is 125. Okay. So I try to be five power factor five power factors ahead of that just in case you know the, the chronograph is running low at that competition yeah um but yes yeah, so i'm going about 880 feet per second it's a 1100 overall length so 1.100 on the overall length i'm using vitavori n330 power they make uh, good powders they make great very clean consistent powder yeah um there's a 320 a 330 there's so many of them that i've used over the years we've just found that there's less pressure with the 330 um the 320 probably might be even a little softer, but I just find a 330 um, seems to be a good kind of all-around powder for me. Um, but yeah, so I'm running that. You can start off with like three and a half grains and kind of see where you go from there, but you'll probably be in that three, six to three, eight range, but it just depends on what guys want for velocity. Some people like a little bit hotter, but I choose, I think the biggest part of it is, is running the certain projectile. Yeah. Um, if you're running a 115, you're going to find a really kind of snappy, kind of hard punch in the mm -hmm. hand, but the gun's going to react very quick. Where the 147 is going to react a little slower, but it's give you a much easier shooting experience, I think. And if it's not as loud, if it's subsonic and it's easy to shoot, uh, you're going to not want to flinch as much either. Is the slide running slower in that case? It it is. I mean, so it, I mean, it's not something that we would like see with our eyes. But it's still it's still going to react in six hundredths of a second or whatever it might be. Yeah. So we're not going to see that. But I did notice it and feel that. You know, because really? I shoot so much. When I was shooting, when I shoot a one fifteen or a one twenty four, I can feel the gun come back to target a little faster. Where mm -hmm. a one forty seven, it doesn't feel like it's reacting as quickly for me. But I use that to my advantage as it gives me more time to kind of stabilize the gun and, and feel like I'm not trying to rush my way through it. And, and just the overall softness of that recoil, I feel like I'm able to shoot more accurately. Not Maybe not fighting the gun in recoil or whatever? Correct. Moving yeah, targets and stuff? It just, it just feels like a softer push rather than a kind of punch in the hand. Hmm. See? This is the kind of stuff that these pros think about. We're just like, what's the new gun? Let me load it up and go shoot it. Be like, this is these are the little tips and tricks that you guys do to go, okay, how do you shoot fast and accurately and, and the gun is flat? Yep. Um, when you start messing with it, it, it really does make a difference. Yeah. And everybody's got a personal preference. You know, you ask 10 people, they're going to give you 10 different answers probably, but I just know that works best for me. And if you're looking for kind of a good mid, like, Hey, I want it to react super fast and I don't want it to be too sluggish. Mm -hmm. A 124 or a 135 might be the answer for those people. Yeah. Yeah. And of course this is specific to like match shooting not it's not necessarily the answer if it's a defensive thing right that's a sure. different thing altogether yep exactly cool um max you're gonna be at this shoot sig event at our place i will yep i'll be here nice. um we'll have some fun doing it and shannon shannon smith who runs it he goes all all over the country this is our 12th one for the year we're gonna wrap it up with that and nice. then we have i think 24 we're gonna try to do next year oh wow but shannon is coming out and he's already challenged me to shoot some kind of a crazy score i've never shot <laughs> you know under that kind of level of pressure with him watching um for the shoot sig event just yet but i'm gonna see if i can break whatever goal he's got set for me well i know I'm planning to shoot it, and I know Chris Serena will be here and planning to shoot it because he, if he's able to shoot a competition, he loves competition shooting. Yeah. So any stage of fire, he's in. Yep. So I and I think 
I need to go play with it, but we have that new P365 AXG here. Oh, cool. With the dot on it. Yep. And I think that would be a fun one to use. That would be a great one. I just shot that one a little bit this past weekend at a different event, and man, what a what a cool little pistol. Yeah. So you guys go check it out. Max, thanks for being on with us. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me. All right, guys, that's it for us. We will see you next time on Gun Talk Nation. To see all of Gun Talk's content, go to guntalk.com, guntalktv.com, or sign up for the Gun Talk newsletter.